Let's talk about Mercury Retrograde in this week's Mainly Moonology podcast. Welcome to the Mainly Moonology podcast. I'm your host, Yasmin Boland, an award-winning astrologer and the Sunday Times best-selling author of books including Moonology and creator of the Moonology Oracle Cards. My intention for this podcast is to help you understand how you can create your dream life using Mainly Moonology, the moon, as your guide. So by the time you read this, Mercury will 100% for sure be retrograde. Now, first of all, let's define our terms. What is Mercury and what does it mean when it's retrograde? Okay, so Mercury is the planet that is all about communication. So we all have Mercury in our chart somewhere as it happens. So depending on when you were born, you know, Mercury might have been in Gemini or it might have been in Leo or it might have been in, you know, um, Aquarius. It might have been anywhere in the chart. Right now, up in the skies, Mercury is in the sign of Capricorn. Now, what that means is that anyone who is born today, for example, or tomorrow or the next couple of days, is going to have on their chart Mercury in Capricorn. So that was, that's what it means in your chart, wherever Mercury is, if you know it, that's where the Mercury was uh, on the day that you were born. So Mercury is the planet that is responsible for communications. And kind of this is no surprise in a way, since uh, Mercury is actually considered the messenger of the gods. And so, you know, in the planets, Mercury is the messenger. It's the planet that takes messages, sends messages, gets messages. It's the planet that talks and listens. And it's about the exchange of ideas. And it's about sending SMSs and WhatsApps and God knows what else, anything where you're communicating at work, when you're making a presentation, when you're talking to your lover, your partner, your ex, whoever. It's the planet that communicates. So what does it mean when it goes retrograde? So first of all, uh, a, a planet doesn't actually go retrograde. It doesn't actually go backwards, obviously. It's just the way it appears from our vantage point here on Earth. The same way if you were in a train, okay, belting forwards and next to you was a horse that was also going forwards but not as fast as you, and it would appear to be going backwards. So that's basically the optical illusion we're talking about. But as with so much in astrology, this is all about symbolism, okay? And symbolism is, uh, the symbolism here is that communications can go backwards. Communications can go haywire. Now, in this case, this week, this could be a good thing. People always think of Mercury retrograde as this terrible, terrible thing. In fact, I wrote a whole book about Mercury retrograde uh, along with um, an amazing UK astrologer called Kim Farnell. We put it together. Uh, it's called the Mercury Retrograde Book. And... Um, you know, it's really, really powerful thing to understand that Mercury is not always retrograde. And that's one of the things I want to kind of try and explain to you this week. Before I do, though, I feel like Hay House probably wouldn't forgive me if I didn't give you a link to grab my Mercury Retrograde book. Just go to mercuryretrogradebook.com and you can see, find out all about the book, what's in there, and also get a whole stack of bonuses when you order the book. So, yes, so Mercury is going backwards and it's not necessarily a bad thing. 
How is this so? Well, just imagine you've had a conversation with someone and you now really regret what you've said. Perhaps things have transpired since you had the conversation. Maybe you've learned something new and you're like, oh my God, what have I done? Well, that is where you are in luck, my dear listener, because Mercury retrograde is a time where people can change their minds, where they really can take things back, where they really can think again and think differently. Okay, so if you need to say sorry to someone, take back something you've said, now is the perfect time, especially, but not only, because as this Mercury retrograde cycle begins, the first thing that Mercury is going to do is actually reconnect with Venus That will have happened by the time you hear this podcast, but hopefully you're already feeling the effect. And then we're also towards the end of the week, January 8th, going to have Mercury at 15 degrees, making a harmonious aspect to Uranus, the planet of sudden reversals and change. So rather than going into this um, Mercury retrograde cycle thinking, oh my God, it's going to be a disaster. What am I going to do? How am I going to cope? Start off this year thinking, you know what? I've still got a bit of stuff left over from the year ahead, last year rather. I've still got a bit of stuff left over from last year that I want to uh, sort out and use this Mercury retrograde cycle that we happen to have now at the very start of the year. Use it to sort out the rubbish that needs sorting out in your life, okay? Mercury will be back, uh, going backwards for quite a few weeks into January, okay? And I'll, I'll give you updates in the podcast and on you know, Facebook and my blog and all this as, as we go along. But overall, know that now is the time for you to think again, okay? Maybe you need to change your plans, which is very Mercury retrograde in Capricorn. Uh, maybe you need to say something a bit nice after being a bit less than nice to someone. You know, Capricorn is ruled by Saturn. Saturn is a very harsh planet. Sometimes with Mercury and Capricorn, people just say things that they, they you know, maybe they even mean them at the time, but it can be really hard. You know, it's a time when people can actually say to you, I'm really sorry I said that. You know, give me another chance. Let's see where we can go from here. So that's kind of like the big headline I wanted to give you uh, for this week. Um, But I also want to talk you through briefly um, some of the major planetary alignments that are coming up for 2023. I'm just going to talk about the sign changes that we have this week. I'll talk more next week about other things. Uh, But first of all, the big first event of the year, just FYI, giving you advance notice. And if you have my Moonology Diary 2023, it's all in there in way more detail than I'm going to give you here. If you don't have your Moonology Diary, you might still be able to grab one if they haven't already sold out, www.moonologydiary.com. You can buy it from there and register and you'll get access to my free year ahead manifesting money and love in 2023 online event. Uh, lots of good reasons to grab it, moonologydiary.com. And if you've already got it and you haven't registered, go to moonologydiary.com and register right down the bottom so you can come to the event. But anyway, what we're going to be talking about, one of the things we'll be talking about is the big, big astrology we've got happening, which I want to talk about now in March. So March 7, we have Saturn moving into Pisces and then um, March 23, we have Pluto moving into Aquarius. Now, 
I'll go into these more and more as the weeks unfold and I will go into them more at my Moonology Diary free online event. But overall, it means the pressure is coming off one part of your life and coming on in another. And again, I'll go into what that it means for you uh, in the online event. Um, but overall, know that humanity is going to be less weighed down as of March. Humanity is going to be feeling less restricted Humanity is going to be feeling less like it has the weight of the world on its shoulders as it's felt for the past few years, while Saturn, the planet of heaviness and limitations and blockages, uh, has been in Aquarius, the sign of humanity. So now it's going to move into Pisces, which means there's going to be new limitations cropping up, but at least they're not going to be based on the whole of humanity. In fact, it's kind of an interesting one for people like me. Anyone who works in the new age business, um, you know, astrologers, healers, herbalists, yoga teachers, all that. I think the biggest thing, whenever I think of Saturn moving into Pisces and I think, what's it going to be about? I think the biggest thing is it's going to be about uh, regulating our industry a bit more so that you can't have, for one thing, uh, charlatans, for want of a better word, you know, people who literally are trying to um, sell you stuff just for the money, no interest in helping you. As an astrologer, I have had over the years um, so many people writing to me about various uh, other so-called astrologers who probably aren't astrologers at all because most astrologers would never do anything like this but they they hook you in with a page on the internet and they you give them your details and then they send you something and then they say but watch out because on whatever date this is going to happen and the only way you can you know not get completely annihilated by this is to give me some more money and I'll tell you what to do things like that and that is just obviously shocking reprehensible and you know just pretty revolting actually that anyone would prey on people like that and you might think oh I'd never fall for that you'd be surprised at the people who fall for this kind of thing um you know and there are people who 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 literally just don't know what they're doing you know who are just people who are giving information you know who are I don't know being life coaches for example without any proper training and then you know really screwing people's lives up by giving really bad advice stuff like that people leading healing retreats when they don't really know what they're doing and they end up doing more harm than good all that kind of thing is going to be I think regulated in the next two and a half years as Saturn the planet of the law and government moves through Pisces which is the sign of the mystical it's not the only thing that's going to happen but I think it's one of the biggest things that's going to happen and we also have Pluto, the, the really the most powerful planet, even though it's a dwarf planet, even though it's under the radar, even though it's this, you know, it's a sort, sort of small outlying planet. It's actually really the most powerful planet and it does work on a psychological, intangible basis. It's going to be moving into Aquarius, from Capricorn into Aquarius, only for a short time before moving back into Capricorn and then moving back into Aquarius. So basically this first cycle of Pluto and Aquarius is going to last from the 23rd of March to the middle of the year, 11th of June. And effectively what we've got is we've got the planet of volcanoes and eruptions, again, moving out of um, one sign and into the other. In this case, it's moving out of Capricorn, where it's been blowing up businesses for the last decade or two, into, guess where, Aquarius, which is, as I said before, the sign of humanity. Now you might think, oh no, we've just got rid of Saturn. Now we're going to have Pluto in Aquarius in the sign of humanity. We're going to be blowing up humanity. Well, hopefully not. Think of um, the way Pluto operates as a kind of um, burning things down 
raising them to the ground, as it says, as it's called. Raising is spelled R-A-Z-I-N-G, as my mother would always say whenever she said. <laughs> she always says that. Raising to the ground. No, raising with Z, Yasmin. Um, hello, Mum. I love you. Um, it means, I, I, and I always use this analogy, you know, in Australia, maybe in other places, when we burn the sugarcane fields. So they, they grow the sugarcane, they harvest it, and then they burn the sugarcane. It's a really amazing sight to see whole fields on fire. And then, you know, the fields are left with just, you know, the burnt remains. And, and that in turn, and then it's the fields are left to lie fallow, and then that becomes a great sort of soil on which to plant the next crop um, however much later that's kind of what Pluto does so it's it, it's, it is can be devastating it can be um, if you're resisting it can be I mean it will be extremely full-on for humanity but it can also be like the purging of humanity purging us purging us of whatever we need purging of and also in your own chart you know find out where Aquarius is in your chart for that matter find out where Pisces is as well for the Saturn move find out where Aquarius is in your chart and that's where you can have a revolution over the next long time while while Pluto plows through Aquarius and again if you don't know the answers to those questions and you want to find out for free, <laughs> sort of free, uh, my Manifesting Love and Money in 2023 online event is going to talk about the move of Saturn and Pluto uh, into Pisces and Aquarius respectively. And it affects us all in different ways. It doesn't matter what star sign you are. You get a free ticket with your Moonology Diary, which you can buy from moonologydiary.com. And if you've already bought it um, and you don't have the receipt because it was a present or whatever, or you, you know, you've lost the receipt, uh, you can also write down the bottom of that page, send me a selfie of you with the diary and, uh, and we'll give you free access to my online event on January the 8th about really about the energies of 2023 with a special focus on manifesting love and money. So they are really the two biggest events that I wanted to cover this week. Um, Mercury retrograde, which is really immediate. The ultimate move on March 7th of Saturn into Pisces. And then um, even bigger, really, is Pluto into Aquarius on March the 23rd. It kind of gives you an outline of what we have to look forward to this year. It's going to be a big year. And uh, I'm sending you lots and lots of love for a great week. And I'll speak to you next week. I hope you enjoyed this week's episode of the Mainly Moonology podcast. If you'd like to stay updated with the moon and moonology and astrology and all the other things we cover, be sure to subscribe to the podcast via Apple Podcasts or Spotify. You'll be notified whenever a new episode is up. Also, it would mean a lot to me and my team if you could leave us a glowing five-star review on your podcast platform of choice please. That actually helps more people find us too, which spreads the love and surely also brings you amazing karma for taking a moment to help us out and to help other people find the podcast. Have a great week and I hope to speak to you next week. Lots of love.